Hey, hello everybody, how are you? This is Chris, this is episode 158 of the Libertarian Republican Podcast. Thanks again for joining me. Welcome back. Uh, this one is about the Espionage Act, and I, I think that I haven't talked much, or at all, I don't think, about uh, the whole Trump indictment and what's going on with him, because, you know, I... I I don't know where it's all going to go, and uh, but it's not. It's 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 very serious, and, and I think it's. Uh, I think they're going to throw him in prison. I really do. But if if Trump was smart, now I, I this is my problem. This has always been my problem with Trump. I don't think he's he's not really a, a good strategist. I don't think um, political strategist. You know, if he was. But, and, and, you know, for for four years, he was the president and he never really made the good arguments that would have brought more people t- to his side. And he's still not doing that. And that's the problem. He's not really bringing people to his side. He's not winning over new followers. And uh, and that's a you know, that's a problem. You've got to convince Democrats to vote for you. If you are a, you've got to convince independents, people in the middle to vote for you, but you also have to peel away some Democrats, you know, and you don't have to peel away a lot of Democrats and you're never going to peel away the hardcore, you know, the real hardcore Marxist Democrats and uh, the real CNN watchers and the MSNBC watchers, the people who totally close-minded and you're never going to peel. You're never going to change their minds. But, but I think that Trump could look. Here's if, if he was smart, he would listen to me first of all. <laughs> Which, you know, maybe somebody will forward him or send him this this episode. But if here's here's what I really believe, and this is what I actually really believe. I believe that Trump is the most powerful voice for peace in American politics right now. Trump wants peace. He wants peace, a, a peaceful relationship with Russia. He always did. Uh, he, want, he wanted a, a cooperative relationship with Russia. Uh, and he also wanted a, a, a peaceful relationship with China. You know, I think that he wanted a, a stern relationship and a fair deal with China, and he was tough with both Russia and China, but he basically wanted a, a an economics-based relationship with both Russia and China and with the whole world. He didn't want this kind of militaristic, uh, uh, you know, kind of uh, relationship with, with these other countries uh, which only really benefits the American warmongering Washington military-industrial complex, right? So, you know, he wanted uh, he wanted the American. He wanted. And I, I talked about this before in an episode a while back. You know, Trump wanted a very simple relationship with the world. We'll make stuff, and we'll sell it to you. And if you make stuff that we want, we'll buy it from you. And if we have if we, you know, are, if we deal fairly with each other, we'll all get along. And, and you know, if Trump would just come out and say that, 
and say, look, these people in Washington are trying to silence me and trying to throw me in prison because they are warmongers and they want war. They always have. And, you know, this is and the Espionage Act has a long history of this. They've used the Espionage Act um, to first against Eugene Debs back in World War One. He was a socialist back when the left was against war. Uh, you know, Eugene Debs was a was a socialist candidate for president and he was against America's involvement in World War One. They used the uh, Espionage Act against Daniel Ellsberg during the Vietnam War, against, uh, uh, he was the, the Pentagon Papers guy. Remember back when the, um, when the left was against the Vietnam War, and they were, you know, they, they, oh, Daniel Ellsberg was this great hero for, for the left, for, for pointing out how the people in Washington, the president was lying about, about the war, and they used, they used it against, uh, again, against uh, a Chelsea Manning. Remember when Chelsea Manning uh, leaked documents, or I think it was video, actually, to WikiLeaks about American troops killing civilians in Afghanistan? And, uh, and they used the Espionage Act because the, you know, the, the warmongering Washington establishment can't have anybody speaking bad about uh, the war effort and about uh, you know about the, the the American war fighting machine, and because they wanted the 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 Afghanistan war to go on forever because it was a gravy train for them. There was so much money being made off the Afghanistan war, and just like there's so much money being made off of the Ukraine war right now, the war in Ukraine. So much money being made. Um, you know, I just was just listening to, a, I think it was a, the Ron Paul episode about how they're uh, about, I think it's Raytheon or I think it's Raytheon or maybe it's Lockheed Martin is bringing back, you know, retired workers to make more um, weapons because they've, they've got to make more weapons so they're bringing back retired workers um, because they've oh they're making so much they're making a lot of weapons, uh, you know this is there's a there's a lot of money in war and look Donald Trump could could it's so easy I mean it's so easy Donald Trump could say look this is why they're coming after me they're coming after me because I want peace I want America this is why they they created the whole Russia collusion hoax. Because they they don't want to put peaceful relationship with Russia, they want war. Because there's more money to be made for them. There's more, you know. And I've talked about this before about people in Washington. It's not just about money. It's about status and power. It's about you know the people in, in the, at the Pentagon and at the State Department, and they're they're moving troops around on a on the uh, you know and, and equipment around, and and they get to fly around. The world and and on private jets and have uh, you know important meetings and ride around in limousines and have you know give important press conferences about how important and how tense everything is and and uh, you know if if they if none of this was happening they'd have to go like I like I've joked about but 
They'd have to go get jobs at, you know, sweeping the floors at Home Depot or stocking the shelves at, at Walmart or something, because that's all they're good for. So, but that, so, you know, so they are, they are viciously, mercilessly, ruthlessly defending their turf. And that's why they're going after Trump. And that's why they want to throw Trump in prison. And uh, that's why they've wanted to throw Trump in prison for, for five, six years now, seven years. I don't know. I don't know how long it's been now. So, um, you know, if, if Trump was smart, he would say, you know, cause his, look, his, 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 um, his legal troubles are going to be what they are, but he's really got to win the, 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 uh, the, the, the PR battle, right? He's got to win the PR battle. And he can win the PR. He can win that PR battle. He can get people marching for peace. He can get people, he can get the people in charge, the people at the top, the people, at these judges, these lawyers, these people in Washington, Joe Biden, he can get those people worried. He can, because if the American people really see what's going on and realize what this is really all about, this is really all about war, perpetuating war, and and perpetuating a a warmongering military-industrial complex gravy train. Uh, you know, just like look, it's just like RFK Jr. is talking about about how big pharma it's a it's a gravy train, and big government, it, the people in in Washington and the people in the media are raking it in. They are raking it in. You know, all the money coming in from Big Pharma to CNN and MSNBC and all these network news shows you know, brought to you by Pfizer. It's all about money. And Donald Trump could really, you know, he's a populist. But, and, and this is why I, I, I say that, I mean, I've said it before. I've said Donald Trump isn't MAGA enough. He's really not. He's not MAGA enough. You know, he's he's the leader of the MAGA movement, but is he MAGA? I don't know, because, you know, I feel like I'm I'm more MAGA than Trump is because I'm talking about this stuff and Trump isn't. And, uh, you know, and if he is, he's not doing it loudly enough or or clearly enough or articulately enough. And, you know, this is what he needs to do to get the American people rallying behind him and behind this idea of peace, behind the idea of let's have a strong economy, let's have a strong military that will defend America, but not go around the world looking for, for wars to fight and not going around and being the police of the world. Let's have a strong border and a, uh, let's have a strong, safe country. Let's focus on law and order and, and safe streets and keeping our people safe and and uh and supporting our police who you know when they and limiting the police to to protecting our rights if someone steals from you or murders you or assaults you that's when the police get involved for the most part everybody just leaves you alone and we will have a, a strong economy we'll have energy independence we'll have a manu strong manufacturing base We'll bring manufacturing jobs back to America, and we will 
uh, and we will sell stuff to the world. And if the people of the world make stuff that we want, we'll buy it and we'll have a great, nice, peaceful, cooperative, mutually beneficial, voluntary, nonviolent relationship with the world. That is, that really was the Trump message of before, of 2016. And I think it, it still is, but it's not, he's not really saying any of this stuff. He's not clearly saying any of this. So, uh, and, and really, you know, it's, it's up for grabs now because if Trump, if it's not Trump, if it's not going to be Trump, you know, who's it going to be? I mean, if Trump doesn't, doesn't grab the top spot, which I, as of right now, he has the top spot in the, on the Republican side, but if he can't, you know, someone else could come along and take it from him if that other person has this kind of of clear message, you know, um, because I really think that if anybody would just listen to me and, and talk about, you know, just uh, articulate that specific message that I just talked about over the last 10 minutes or so, they would win. They would win in a landslide. It's a winning message. And if Trump says it, if Vivek, Vivek Ramaswamy says it, Whoever's going to say it is going to take it, uh, is going to win. And because Joe Biden certainly is not saying any of that stuff. You know, Joe Biden is about, is, 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 oh, I mean, he's just a disaster. So, all right, that's it. That is episode 158. Um, I hope you had a great 4th of July. Uh, And this is July 6th right now. I probably won't get this up till the 7th. So... Uh, If you like this podcast, give me some good ratings, and I will see you on the next one. All right. Bye-bye.